How's it going and welcome to the Try Time Podcast. Stay tuned for your weekly dose of rugby league chatter, discussing what's happening in the world of rugby league. Hi, welcome back to the Try Time Podcast. I'm Callum. And I'm Matt. And we're here with episode nine. <laughs> cool. You know what? This is staining. This is staining. This just shows how dodgy our equipment is and why you need to subscribe, Set up like the video. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, sorry about that. So yeah, episode nine. We're back. We're going to do some more overreactions like we did after round one. This is after round three. Some different ones. We're going to do as usual, shouting out to the Fantasy League, looking ahead to next week's fixtures. Not too much. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on in Rugby League. I there's think. a lot going on. Whether or not it's worthy of discussion worthy, or it's yeah. another matter. But I think we'll get straight else to add or we're getting straight into it. No, I will just say on top of that, be sure to stick around the channel on Saturday where it's Round two of my trivia, and in the theme of the big match this weekend, World Club Challenge. Yeah, so which hopefully I should do a lot better than Championship. Yeah, should do. And you won't be screaming Jamie Soward after clue number two, I suspect. <laughs> you never know. Right, so other reactions. Yes. I'll get straight in with one. Go on. Will no gelling cost Wire a shot at winning? So, well, him not being obviously playing with all the I mean, it, they didn't against Swerky, did they? No. And for all intensive purposes, that was a very sloppy game for both sides. Yeah, there is a shot at winning the league, so it's like... Do you I think, mean, I don't think they'll win anyway. You were the one that put them top, so... Yeah, I think it, it definitely makes me more cautious about the chances, but I feel like... I could still see him doing it. I don't know if it's an overreaction or not, though. I think it could be, because he's... He hasn't played I've not that personally well. thought he's been. I've not. I don't think he's been brilliant this year. Neither do I, but I don't feel like but they have a, a natural centre to stand. No, in. that's the thing. I don't really know where that replacement's coming from, and that's probably the more concerning thing yeah. for Warrington. I think it's one of them where it's like end of the day they're going to be top five with or without Gillen. I think you almost could think it could affect him. Come, I mean, if not, Steve Price probably won't be in that job yeah. next year. If not, come grand final time, come semi final time. If they hopefully they've got, now at least it's happened in round two, round after round two rather than after round thirty. I suppose it depends how long it yeah. rumbles on for though, because yeah, you don't want you've got to think yeah. unless you're going to actually we we don't even know. At this point, what the outcome of the investigation is going to be. No, we really don't do it. Let's assume for this purpose that he is found to be committed breach of contract and is therefore removed. You want to get that done relatively quickly so you can reinvest. If that happens after the cut-off point of signing domestically and there's not much coming out of the NRL at the time, you can potentially be a bit stuck if this rumbles on for months and yeah. months and months. Well, yeah, the thing you want it over now, and then they can either decide whether they're going to replace him or they're going to work someone else into that spot in the team, and then they should be all right come end of the season. Because I would say, argue, if this was a week or two before position. the grand final, you either keep it hush or you just let him play through it. Yeah. Because it's not. From everything we've heard, it doesn't sound like it's a sporting offence like Hardacre's was. No, it's not. And Greg Eden is still playing for Castleford, and we know for a fact he's in court in yeah. later this year. So much from going to Keithley. But I don't know. I think it could be costly. Maybe more in the sense of the off-the-field effect as well as on it. Yeah. I don't know. I think in terms of this, I'm going to say it's... 
it is an overreaction. Yeah, I think I don't think they're going to win anyway. Mm. But if that's if they're not going to win, I don't think yelling is going to be the reason for that. No. Okay, right. moving on. So, Leeds are going to challenge this season. I hope so. I bloody hope so. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to say too much about this, but fantastic win. Great to see some of the young lads getting on the score sheet and generally looking a lot closer to being Super League players. Gaylor's captain is an absolute masterstroke. If that's not kept for the rest of this season... I don't know what sort of incriminating evidence Stevie Ward has over the Leeds hierarchy. Because Gale should be captain. Yeah, very good. Fantastic. There was a try in particular. Gale kicked it. Briscoe w- wins the aerial duel. Knocks it back to handle it. It was so much like Simfield to Hall to Moon over. Yeah. It was like watching Leeds five years ago. Five years ago, yeah. I, I jokingly good. said before the match, not to 15, 80 minutes again against Hull KR, and it nearly happened, yeah. because one of Hull KR's tries was a bit contentious. Yeah. Granted, there were a couple of Leeds ones that also may have been questioned if they had a video yeah. ref. There were 50-50 ones, yeah. So, I'm not going to say that we got everything against us, but, yeah, based on that performance, it looked like a few years ago. Yeah. But our whole KR really the metric of the average Super League team this year. We just don't well, know you'd yet. You'd think coming into it, I had Hull KR to win, which cost a lot of they'd played in two weeks before. But yeah, they were good. They did better against Hull FC than we did. But then that's not saying much. Yeah, that's true. And also that's round one. So you kind of question... Do you think it's an overreaction? That is a question. No, because I think Hull FC... The side Hull put out against us would challenge for the league. And the grand final. Yeah. So you don't think, think Leeds are, challenge, say, are going to challenge? I think they'll be there or thereabouts for the top five. And if you get into that top five, we saw with Bev in the championship last year, anything happens. Yeah. But you think you don't think it's an overreaction because you're like, this one result doesn't mean we're going to suddenly, you're suddenly famous no, to challenge or win league. But I do think I'd agree, this that's is I'd how agree. we're going to. I think this is more what you're going to see from Leeds this season rather than the team that looked blunt against Hull. Yeah, I'd agree with you on that, to be fair. Right, next one. Huddersfield, top five, question mark. Only unbeaten team left in the competition. Yeah. Granted, Granted they've played a game less. Granted, they've only played two games, yeah. But, you know, they've still got it. I think they look all right this year. The ground out that good. result against Salford, though. I watched that. that yeah, a good game. It was a really good up. game. But they're still the game management were there and they just managed it well. And Is they, this they the look, agency's good effect? Yeah. What did I say two weeks ago on the other end? If he kicks on I said, and fits in, Huddersfield will not be far away. Yeah. I believe we I don't think it's an overreaction. I don't said. think it's an overreaction. Well, no, I don't think it's an overreaction. I think... It probably, I probably have them at the minute just about sneaking in there, same as Salford did last year. I said Huddersfield are this year Salford, and I feel like the similarities are, are mental. Right, so you this got season see, being the new Hastings. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I see them going quite that far because I worry about the rest of the squad. Yeah, I see what you're saying, but they're all turning up for each other, that's the thing. They're all playing. They are, well. but I mean, 
It depends on it's one of them where it's like. I feel like Salford without Hastings was better than Huddersfield without Caesar. Yeah, I can see what you mean. Although you say that, although I guess Salford have lost other players as well, but Huddersfield did beat Salford. They did, but they beat him with Caesar. Yeah, with Caesar. Yeah. That's like saying Salford with Hastings beat them last year. I think Salford have missed a trick not replacing Hastings with Caesar and instead replacing him with Kevin Brown. What did I say at the start <laughs> of the year? A halfback combination of Tui Lollahea and Kevin Brown does not fill me with much confidence. And kept with Kevin Brown now banned, banned. for two games. Was that lenient? Yeah. I think it. That's, that's a, he's got that's away a, with that. That's a five-game-plus five ban. Though. I mean, if we're looking at Hull FC losing, is it satire, however you say it, for three games? Yeah. For what I'd argue is a lesser offence than what Brown's committed. Oh, definitely. Salford have got quite lucky there. How intent it were as well. I just think it's one of them where it's like he's got away with murder, to be honest. And I mean, I know Ian Watson's got to come out and defend his players, but... What was the quote? Something on the lines of he had his eyes on the ball, he's not an aggressive player. Yeah, there were some like, flying about. Okay, actually. there's defending your players and then there's making yourself look like an idiot. And that falls well and truly into the latter. Yeah, definitely. Right, so. Toronto will pick up no points all season. Okay. Partly an overreaction. Toronto will pick up no points in the United Kingdom this season. I think he's very plausible. They're on about putting Rochdale players in. Rochdale are not Super League well, quality Rochdale or anywhere are championship near. quality. Exactly. It's not even like they've got a bit of a partnership with a top championship team. Or like, this oh, isn't well, like the dual venture deal thing you had with Bradford a few years ago. Yeah. Where arguably sneaking Jordan Lilly into the halves might be... <laughs> So that'd be funny just for the sense of it. It'd kill you guys off. Yeah, probably. Well, no, at the time, it's like, at the time when that deal what, a couple of years ago, we had, like, we had the, even last year, we had the biggest squad in the championship. We just signed way too many players. That's why we got, went into shit. Yeah. And then, so they would have then been able to so this year. Common they common that, don't it? Spend too much on wages, end up in trouble. Yeah. Spend too much right. on wages. Like a recurring Funnily cycle. enough, me as a fan, I don't, I don't have any effects on that, so it's quite upsetting for me. Yeah. yeah, I have to put. You would have to live with it. You'd have to live with a constant re- rebuild every two years. I mean, you chose to support <laughs> Bradford when you have family members that turn out for other teams. You signed up to this. Yeah, and I, lo- I like. It. I enjoy what I enjoy watching it. Good. So, so what are you it saying? Must be nice watching rugby. You can actually win anywhere. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, think, I think it's an overreaction, personally. The thing is, if the squad stays so small, because we know they've got some dispensation, but that's they have to sign Canadian players. And I certainly not that I've seen unless, cannot think of a Canadian player that is super league quality. Unless NFL players start dropping down, but then you've got to teach them. But then they've got to league. adjust. Yeah. And to who really adjusts to rugby at a super league level so quickly? Yeah. Look at Luther Burrell. He came from Rugby Union. And I bet they could. I bet they'd take it. Extremely out of shape for that first yeah. six months. And now looks it looks a lot better this season. Yeah, I bet they'd bite their hand off for him. In fact, arguably, he could be the centre that comes into Gelling's spot. Actually. Yeah, could he could or Jack him or Hughes really? Yeah. Arguably, I think Hughes is better as a second row. Though. I think he's one of the best second row. Yeah, I'd probably put league. Burrell at the starting centre and potentially. Yeah. And mould him. He's in, not quite an eighty-minute yeah, player. Mould him into that sort of. Um, like, mould him into it now, we'll learn him it, and then, you know what I mean? Like, teach him it, and then he should be sound by the end of the season. But they yeah. were back on Warrington again. 
Yeah, we won't stay on them too long, but yeah. Overreaction or not? I think potentially not. You actually think they will get any points? I, I think, think they're going to struggle. Mad. I think that's mad. I actually, I think on the day, their best 13 is better than London's best 13 last year. Anything they opinion. will score will be in Canada, and that squad reminds me worryingly of London 2014. The year they got relegated. And got two points. Yeah, the year when, one the year when they were... At, against Leeds because we were on Challenge Cup hangover mm. mode it was, yeah well that's what I think they'll get they'll get some challenge they'll pick up some wins around that time when their points will all be in Canada I'm calling yeah, it now right. we'll, we'll, we'll hold you to that alright right, so number 5 there's no forfeit I don't mind this is good oh we can make a forfeit if you want well you're going to have to do it for the next one now because we've already said yeah. it this is going to be the most competitive Super League in years <sighs> I mean, what are we classing as competitive, though? I mean, any t- you can... Are we talking about having a close battle for the title? Have you knocked that thing over again? Yeah. But, right. Close battle for the title, yes, but I always think for the f- top five, it's going to be Because I'd argue last year was competitive, bar the title. The rest yeah. of the top five was very close, and you didn't really know who was going to get that second grand final spot. Yeah. But I'm not saying... I'm, I'm speaking the actual league. Like, I've... Like... I think you'll. I per, I think who could you? Who will you say? Who's your top five? But if you were going to say who's going to finish in top five, who would you say? Now Saints, Wigan, Warrington, Castleford, Hull FC. Right, yeah. But then who's around it? Who's pushing it? I think Leeds are close. You think Huddersfield? I are think close? Huddersfield have yeah. potential to be, but they will need a couple of games swing. Catalan. <sighs> I mean, after the big win over Cass. Too patchy for me. Yeah, yeah, but what I'm saying is, you got to look at these. In other reaction to say the Catalan game, you've got. But then to that's like saying if Catalan win every single home game they've got left and travel, and Huddersfield, there's too many ifs and buts. Yeah, but what I'm saying say is, that after this season. week, after this weekend's games, is this an overreaction or do you yes. think like Wakefield winning and everyone's beating each other? What I mean is right. So you might say, who's the best team in the league right Toronto, now? Who's the best team in the league anyone. right now? St. Helens lost, lost against Warrington. Hull and then FC, beat Hull FC. And then beat Hull FC. And Hull FC, who have beat... Oh, it's like everyone's beating each other. But Hull everyone's FC beating beat Hull each KR, other who beat when they've all got injuries. Who beat Warrington. Warrington haven't beaten a full-strength Saints team. Since the second Hull had some injury problems, like Ratu going off at half-time, that's when they came back into the match. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know it's, what you mean. I'm just saying it is competitive. You could not say there's one team who... I know you say Huddersfield have won both the games, but they've only played two. They've only two. played two, and yeah. they've not really had the best two opponents yet. Yeah, I just think there's going to be a lot of competitive games. I think there's a lot of there's a lot of games this year where you can I agree not, with that, but I don't see how you can say last year. If we're just going yeah, based I can't, on I think it was. the relegation battle last year was brilliant. Everything we'll we lost up the top, we had at the bottom. No. I think Toronto are just... Toronto have been worse than I expected. And that kind of worries me at this stage of the year. Because we were saying Hulky are waking, they've turned out quite well. I still think Wakey are going to be in trouble. I stand oh, I by still that. Think they I both. think Hulky are look better than I thought. Toronto look worse. So, yeah, I think that's an overreaction. I think we're going to see yeah. some. I think we're going to have a lot see where more distinct from. groups this year. Right. Last one. Last overreaction. Go on. Toronto. I was no, back on them again. I actually didn't mean it. This is me getting obsessed with Toronto. That doesn't surprise Low me. Lomax. How is he anything <laughs> like Toronto? I just had Toronto on the mind. That's what it was. Lomax is the, 
a I know. one person around the rugby league community that will be very happy with Toronto <laughs> on your mind. Lomax is a lock for Man of Steel this year. After three games, I don't even yeah, know what the standings are. That's why it's an overreaction. I couldn't even tell you how many points he's got. I'm just, I'm not going off points guy. or anything like that. I'm just saying how well he's played. No, overreaction massively. Do you reckon? Who's at your man of steel? This stage of the season, definitely. Who's your man of steel? I don't think I could comment at this point. Go on, give me a name. Who comes to your mind first, apart from Caesar? Because I know Caesar came to your mind. He did. He didn't actually. Cause I don't uh, think Huddersfield have tested against the top guys. French comes to an early mind. Yeah, that's a good shout, actually. French is a good shout. I'd say he's probably the front runner at this stage, in ter- not maybe in terms of points, but in terms of what I think is going to happen. But it's far too early to actually say with any sort of conviction whether or not he's going to keep that up. But I just think Lomax is going to be consistently good all season. The problem with Lomax is he's consistent. But I also think he's consistently the second or third best player on the pitch. Yeah, but he was best player on pitch against Hull. Yes, he was. I'll give him that one. But I don't look at St. Helens' squad and think, who's going to be the player that picks up all the Man of Steel points? Do you mean like a, H- you mean like a Hastings got three points in most games he played? That's why he won it. Because exactly. He- yeah. And I don't see Lomax being that guy. And if Saints lose... Is he going to be the player that manages to sneak a point or two, the same way that Ratchford can do? Do you mean whereas like a player like a making? I know Makinson's out, but um, I mean he was now, back, back in now. the squad last time. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. But like, I mean, like Makinson score a hat trick and they lose, he'll get a point or two. Will Makinson not? Do you mean like Lomax yeah. is going to get cancelled out by? Some I think of the one of the turning things players. was the grand final two years ago. It was when Warrington lost. Stefan Ratchford won the Man of the Match trophy, despite Warrington losing. Yeah. I think that's potentially, correct me if I'm wrong, the first time it's ever been gifted yeah, to I a think player not to win the well. grand final. Arguably unfairly, I still think Matty Bowen deserved it in 2015 against Leeds, which, to say yeah. I'm a Leeds fan saying that speaks a lot about his performance that day. Yeah, yeah. But if that was a league game, that's three points for Ratchford. I don't see Lomax putting in those kind of performances. Yeah, I see where you, I see where you're coming from. I think it's another reaction because I don't think he's a lock. I think you he's also a front think runner. he's a. I, I think I just don't because. I mean, I'm ignoring the entire thing about lock. Mm-hmm. I mean, for any Australian viewers out there who are just thinking Lomax isn't a thirteen, sorry to confuse you. Lock just means like he is literally like you could put him there now and you could put your house on it and you he would win it like he's. I mean, the favorite. He's out. The out. He's like. Yeah, the one to win. The big favourite. Yeah. The odds on better. So we're saying no, overreaction, overreaction massively. And that's well, that's potentially the biggest one of the yeah day. potentially yeah. I think it was quite outlandish anyway. Definitely. Right. So now we're on to the fantasy. We're on to the fantasy. We're on to the fantasy. I can tell you it's no change at the top. Yeah. Well, I've got it up here. So Phil White is in terms of the overall current top. He is at the top. Sean Peach is in second still. Them two are, they've just been hogging the top two for a few. I'm falling down. I don't like this. I miss being at the top. No, you're still, you're like seventh. I mean, can I just put out all three of my teams, including a joke squad built around the greatest centre of the decade, Chris Weller. Yeah, shout out Chris Weller. He's beating his team that he picked live on the podcast. If you've not seen our live picks, by the way, go and check them out. Our teams look very different now. Not very 
Okay, about three players different. Yeah, three or four players different. Some subs made and everything. Yeah. I'll, I'll also give a shout out. We will out. put links in the description yeah. if you're on the YouTube channel to those videos if you want to go see what we built and you had Chan. Also, do check out Facebook posts and the videos themselves. There will You can still join the league. All your points are carried over. All, yeah, all the If points. you scored more than the guy at the top or Sean Peach you want to take second. Yeah. Just come and knock him off the perch. We've got two Wigan fans, one, two. Please, somebody else, yeah. come and add some yeah, competition. Yeah, yeah. I we wanna... can't have Wigan running away with it. I've got a shout-out to Mark Atkinson, who was, he's the weekly winner, so this week he got 744 points. We're gonna Please do... say he's not Wigan too. Get, wait, you know what? Guess who he supports. And if you, you can guess it in three guesses, then nothing right, happens. Right, well, this is going to be based on what we've... We've got a lot of Leeds people in the group, so I'm going to guess Leeds first. Yeah. You're never going to get it. Is it other? No, it's not other. <laughs> Does that count as a guess? No, it doesn't. No. All right, good. Um... It is a Super League team. Please stop doing that. We've not got many Saints fans in the group, so I don't think he's going to be Saint Ellens. No. Um, can't think of Castleford? No. He, that's the person in first. OFC. No. Go on. Keep guessing. I want to see if it's no, the last one you say. No, you say get it in three. The last one you say. Toronto. No. Oh, that was going to be the last one I was going to say. The second so. last one you'd say. Okay, ah. No. Oh, my Wakefield, God. No. Salford. No. Well, I don't know what you... Catalan. I yes. Don't know what you oh, my God. Catalan. <sighs> to be fair, yeah, that's maybe a good shout because it's not a very French name. Yeah, we've got very off topic here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but congratulations well to done, you. Well done, top but... Frenchman. Right, so... I'll... On that note... On that note, I think we'll leave the Fantasy League scene as though I'm not doing very well. Yeah, you're definitely not having a good season. It's just not going well. You're the Toronto quit. of this season. Yeah. You were hyped up so much. You beat your team up and you do crap. I'll just like to say we've got an extra overreaction. Will Callum be the bottom of the league come the end of the season? No, but you'll be in the bottom <laughs> half. So it's not I only say that because there's inevitably going to be some people out there that after about 10, 15 weeks stop changing the team. Yeah, and they're going to still have like... People still have Gellin in now, even though he's not going to be playing. Like, if people have yeah. just made the team and just been like, right, we've left it. Or people like... Which, to be fair, yeah. is that rare everyone plays? It's probably not that big of a deal in this Or someone's game. got Ardy coming in and he fancies a couple of lines one weekend and then he's out. He's out and then someone's Zach, I hope you're not watching. <laughs> I don't think you will be. No, I don't think not, you will be. I think he's just one of them. If you are, feel free to come on the podcast and we'll have a boxing match live. Zach versus Callum. That'd be that'd be views to be fair. That'd be good though. Yeah. Actually, you know what I've got now. I've got before we get into the preview. Oh, of, before we get into the preview of the Super League and some of the challenge and the challenge cup and this weekend coming up. I'm gonna pull the fixtures at I'll let you pull. I've got a couple of questions to ask. I've just got a couple of talking points. What on, what's your opinions on fat on rugby league fan? Not rugby league fans of Facebook group. Oh God! <laughs> if this is gonna be a Featherstone rant, no, I'm not. I'm just it. I'm just wanna. Speak about just spot speak about fat like because you know you what did you message me about Leeds full care fans full care fans from box yeah there was so that's why I think one, it's a talking yeah. point that's why I want to speak there about. was a picture actually that went round that I can't remember who took it now you could see the bottle flying onto the pitch yeah. after Ash Hadley scored the try from the break and as they were kicking him out threw a bottle straight into the south stand 
Classy fella. Got to give it to him. <laughs> 10 out of 10. Did definite model out, citizen. Yes. Oh, that's good. Which is probably about the one good thing G4S actually did all match because they are useless. Well, go on. I'll let you have a rant now. Right. <laughs> this has been the case. Robbie's game. Yeah. And the double header. Far too many fans in that st- in that stand. Which one? Uh, South. Yeah, yeah. And you've just got them. Literally, their only priority... Not the bottle throwing, not the general crap that goes on at these games. Yeah. If you stood even with one foot on a yellow step, uh-huh. they will literally throw a hissy fit as if you're about to stab them in the face. It is ridiculous. I don't know who honestly thinks they are fit to crowd control anything. They couldn't even crowd control a West Wales Raiders game. And their crowds are nothing compared to Super League. Sorry to West Wales Raiders fans. I'm sure you have a very loyal fan base, but there's I not as I'd, many of you. I wish I had started you off on this run now. I feel like I've right, just set I'm going to stop you off on one night. No, you know what, what I was saying we is. We won't go into Catalan stewards either. Uh, we've, had, we've had, obviously, the. Like that, which I imagine that's just a normal thing that would happen in it. I mean, yeah. we had Salford with flares at Edinburgh yeah. last year, so. But I think just some of the, so I'm not going to get in onto like the old Bradford Feverson thing because end of the day, it's like you've probably seen it all over Facebook and every alt groups and everything. Like, end of the day, investigation, whatever happens, happens. So yeah. a lot of the stuff that's gone on, you just don't tolerate, but there's no point getting into it because I'm sure you've all read it. And, like, Speaking of investigations, really there is one other big news story this week. Yeah. Regarding the standing down of Ben Thaler. Oh yeah. Now, I I don't. I know feel what like to we feel need to touch this. on it. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about because I think he's the best Super League ref hands down. I would agree with that, and I don't want to speculate on what's happening because all I've got is fan rumours, the same that anyone yeah. else has. I think the, and it's done not well my place to say this to be because it could be absolutely a load of rubbish. And after everything that's gone on wider rugby league in terms of media comments arguably contributing to one very sad suicide this week. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. There is definitely not the time to start speculating. However, if the outcome of this does mean that we lose Thaler, we are losing one of the best refs we've had over the last few years, and it would be a big shame. Yeah. So oh, that's what I'd say. I definitely would look. I don't know. I think nothing it, serious. You'd think not. And it, hopefully, even if it's something along the lines of sort of like, I mean, I don't know. Like, even if it's something that's sort of forgive, not forgivable. That's not the word, but it's like something where like he's done something. Wrong. Hopefully, it's something that can move past. And move past. Yeah, it. that's what I mean. Yeah. And then like it comes out like it's not that bad. I don't think it's anything personal. I think it's all to do. This one is opposite of Gillian. It's to do with something in the game. I don't. I think... mean, he refereed round one, so I kind of think it can't have been terrible. No. Unless it just hadn't come to light, but again, we just I don't, don't want to speculate anymore. That's and why I don't really want to them, We don't need to know anything until the outcome of that No, because otherwise you're just going to get people... You know, you just don't want to get... You don't involved, want the I mean, social media trial. Because it's, it's just one of the worst places. And there's enough oh. ref bashing girls on without yeah, giving exactly. them... A, extra stick you don't want to just give him it yeah because then if someone comes out like the conspiracies are already going around about failure or Matt, it must be match fixing it must it no must, one knows it must this be it must be being bent with all this time and then everyone's looking at then it just gives more people more 
thing where people now aren't going to be like, oh, you can't blame the ref. No refs have been. That's what everyone would say. And this is the you thing. The ref. Now You've everyone's got... like, well, they are. So but there's something wrong. And this is in comment sections that I've seen filled with like, he must have got two correct decisions in a row. He mustn't have given Wigan, Saints, Leeds. Insert your club there, the penalty. This just proves no one actually knows what's going nah. on. And it's all full of speculation. Hopefully in a few weeks. Well, not hopefully, but potentially. When we when news comes out, I'm sure we'll speak about it. Yes. Yeah. Once we get anything about. that's confirmed, we'll certainly top up this story. Yeah, even if definitely. Even, even if, it if comes, not much to discuss on it. But even if it's, it's one of them where it's like something's gone on with Fehler and it's like his back, he just needs, he's been suspended, sorted out. It's sort of, that's the sort of person we'd love to just have yeah. on this chair next to us speak about the whole situation. Un- but until we get any sort of official news, we're not going to be commenting any speculation no. out of respect for both the RFL and Thaler. Yeah. But I think I do also so. think as well, we've forgiven Ardaker for enough. Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> just to touch on Ardaker a bit Just more. to bring that one in, right. yeah. Well, I'd say... With pre- that... Let's look to this week's fixtures that Thaler will not be refereeing any of them. Yeah. What a segue that one. <laughs> now, into Friday, we'll ignore Sky saying that we have apparently Saints versus Catalan at Lime Tree Park at midnight, because that yeah. definitely isn't happening. Well, no one's turning up if it is. Well, if they do, they're not <laughs> going to be watching any rugby. Yeah. be like turning up to watch Huddersfield Leeds last week. It's not going to happen. So, the first actual game we've got is Castleford hosting Wakey at the Jungle. Should be a good game. Looking forward to watching it on Sky. Cass win. Yeah, I'm going to go with the same. Is Matauti at the back? Jungle. Or has he got another game to serve? He got it, did he get it in round one? Or round one. Round one, and I feel like he only got two. No, actually, I feel like he... It was two or three, two and I can't three. remember now. He may be back. We don't know. Even if he's not, I still think he'll win. Yeah, so do I, but he were annoying because I had him in my team. Uh, yeah, I'm okay, sure he's versus it. Huddersfield. That's going to be a good game, you know. Right, Hoke are going to... Huddersfield are like the undertaker at this point with the streak. Hoke are going to be the ones to end it. Yeah, I'm going Hoke are. Hoke are to end the Huddersfield WrestleMania streak of 2-0. I think Hoke are really good at home, so I'm going to go. Yeah. Warrington, Toronto. Warrington, easy. Toronto to still score no points in the UK. We're on... We're on to... <laughs> We're on to to win. Brilliant. On that no, Warrington. Let's move on. Warrington to win. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but John will make a good account of themselves like they have done each other week that they've played. Um, I won't say every other week. They were a bit poor against Castle. No, but... I know it was the first game. Against Wigan, the same. Yeah, they did all right against Wigan. And Salford, they, they, they were winning with 10 minutes to go against Salford. Actually, so. this is a good point. Do we mention Brian McDermott at this point regarding Toronto? Go on then. Go on. This is most. This We've is not got an time excuse to, to McDermott bash. I promise. We've got through this uh, quite quickly, so yeah, I'll, we have actually. I'll, I'll let you speak. Touch on. <sighs> Obviously, I don't. I assume we've all seen it. It's been doing a lot of the rounds, and this is the Tuesday we're recording this. Obviously, it's going up tomorrow, as I speak now. But McDermott basically saying that sitting at home in bed for five days, i.e., John Wilkin after he failed a concussion test last game is ridiculous and that we have gone too far in head injury protocol. Discuss. I just think it's like, at the end of the day, I know he's going it to say... It would be a Toronto his, coach saying this after everything else that's back happened it, about think, Toronto. I can see where he's coming from, but at the end of the day, there's people higher up who have... Like, at the end of the day, if something happened, all it takes is 
one player to end up dying or something. I know that's a bit extreme, but like something really bad happening from an head injury, and you'll look back and you think we should have done more. And I think the RFL have done really well in stepping up this. Because at the end of the day, the players have got to come first. And I know yeah, you, I agree. And, and it, you do come across as really sort of sour grapes because you aren't going enough players. Which you, I'm not even going to go into like Toronto should have signed anyone else. I just think if any I mean, coach there's another whole thing around Toronto's lack of ability to sign players. And that might actually be a separate discussion issue for yeah. one Saturday video. Yeah. Because there's certainly a lot of opinion on that. Yeah. But it's. We, I hate to bring it back to this, but look at the amount of heart screening we have now post Danny Jones. Yeah. Do we really want the concussion equivalent of this? No, we don't. That's what I mean. Because I can think in other sport, in other sports, the NFL is a prime example of something that didn't take concussion seriously for far too long. And now the pain price. And resulted in so many deaths or CT cases. Early deaths, definitely. Yeah. Ex players dying in. The and I mean, actually, American did. sports in general. WWE were guilty of it for a long time yeah. as well. I mean, I'm sure any of you that were ever into wrestling and are not much older than us will remember very well Chris Benoit. Yeah. Who, big brain damage, ended up committing a double murder-suicide. Yeah. And that was arguably attributable to repeated concussions. Yeah. So I think it's just a stupid comment. I just think, end of day... It's, and the fact it would come from McDermott and he would be the Toronto coach after everything else Toronto yeah, has hit the he's making Toronto, He's making Toronto look very pathetic. Childish. And the thing is, we talk, we've all been guilty of it. Saying the Canadians are causing trouble or these transatlantic teams don't want to play by our rule, etc. This is an English coach saying this. Yeah, this is a sign from Toronto. You cannot blame Toronto fans, players, club structure or anything for this. This is Mongey McDermott doing exactly what he did best at Leeds and having a gripe. Yeah. And I'm sorry, I respect him for what he won at that club, even if I do think a lot of the players kind of coach themselves. Yeah. But he is really undoing his reputation at this point. Definitely. He needs to stop talking. Keep it zipped. And to be quite honest, the way that the player, if it continues, he might not even be in a job next year. It wouldn't surprise me if he's not, yeah. So, yeah, that's his touch on that. There's McDermott's addition to overreactions. We, no, we think it's perfectly legit. Yeah. Anyway, back to Saturday's games. Salford hosting Leeds at the only NFL two stand stadium. Uh, I fancy us to be getting a run now. Should do. Well, I mean, Salford. Gale's captain is going to win. All right, I'll go Leeds anyway. Thanks for the show of confidence. <laughs> And on to actually, we will touch on this Saturday. The, we'll go to the World Club Challenge afterwards, actually. Yeah, so I was going to say we'll go Sunday, Wigan Hull, the last league game of the. That's going to be a really good game at DW. At DW. Oh, Wigan are good at home. Hull are already complaining about injuries, which seems very fitting. Injuries and. Although, interesting, they're not asking for, dis- for dispensation on the cap for it. Or moaning about any other unfairs, and they get this every year. Yeah, every year. But they've got good depth now. I feel like they've got more the depth. The young players have got a bit older. That yeah, they've got the depth there. So I'm going to go Wigan still though, but I think it'll be a good. I game. think Wigan. So we will touch on the World Club Challenge and Saint Helens, the Super League champions, taking on Sydney Roosters. The yeah, well, Australian Sydney. Equivalent. It's already come out. Sydney are going to be resting players. 
Does that mean Ryan Hall returns to English shores? Yeah, he will be. They're going to play if he's fit, to be honest. If he is fit, they'll play him, no doubt. But and you know, him, he will score against Saints and just make us I all think, happy. I think I think it'll be. I don't know though, because if you have a full Saint Saints side, I'd say Saints would win, but they're not full fully fit because Percival, no Percival. I mean, Mixon might play, but then even no Percival, it's like if they had that straight up back, that's their full team. Falling over again. Their full team, I would say they'd win. But I don't think they're going to have it out. The thing is, this team, with all the injuries it's got, I know we've had a couple of players back since, but they got nailed by Warrington, and Warrington aren't Sydney. No. And that's Warrington without Widdon. Yeah, but, and even like, Warrington yeah, but with I, that doesn't make them stronger, I don't think. And Warrington with Widdon lost a week. So. Precisely. <laughs> yeah. So that's arguably a win. I think Sydney will win, but I think it'll be a good game. I mean, I talked at the time about James Bentley looking a bit out of his depth covering Hooker against Warrington. And don't get me wrong, he had a much better game last time out against Hull. But this is Sydney Roosters, the NRL champions. Roby will be back, though. Full strength or not. Do you think he'll play? Yeah, I think. I think it's touch and go at this point, from what I've heard. Ah, they'll play. Bentley might. Think Bentley, risk I would imagine Bentley probably plays centre. Unless they want to put pay, but even pay then he's there. a second rower, I'd say. Yeah, but he's close to a centre. He's close to a centre than a hooker, but you still talk. I mean, who are Saints start, starting centres? Assuming everyone's fit, Percival and Nagama. It's yeah. Percival that's out. Yeah. Like days after signing a new five-year they've contract. They've got Knowles, who is obviously like good, at, but at the end of the day, they've got a lot of second rows and loose, loose. Yeah, Knowles is a stronger forward as well. Yeah, so what I think that's why I think they'll play Peru out there and then put Knowles at the second row. And probably have Bentley on bench. I mean, I've seen... This was very outlandish suggestion I got. That I said... Play Lachlan Coote in centre and Jack Wellsby at the back. That's a good shout. Even if they do that, I still feel Wellsby's out of his depth. I'd play Wellsby in centre and put Coote... Keep you do it the up. other way around? Yeah, yeah. I'd just make it a straight swap. That's actually that, really what they'll do. Or I'd play, Wellsby on, I'd play Wellsby on wing and bring one up. And bring Mason at centre? Yeah, but then you go. I mean, he's. I think he'd do a better job at centre than Regan Grace. Oh, Regan Grace is not an option, really. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's bad. I, I think we still uh, both fancy Sydney to win that. Yeah. yeah. And I don't think we're going to touch on The last thing I'm going to touch on is I. Th- I hope you'll all join me, the rest of the rugby league community, cheering on Underbank Rangers this Saturday live on the BBC Sunday, Red Sunday. Button. Is it Sunday? Yeah. Sunday this at 1 o'clock kickoff. Is it 1 o'clock? This it shows is. how little I've actually It is 1 o'clock. I'm telling you now it's 1 o'clock. It is 1 o'clock. This is how little I can. I'm a Bradford, Bradford fan. I know it's 1 I'll o'clock. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> Sunday, 1 o'clock, red button. Come on, Underbank. We're all cheering you on. Yeah. Uh, oh, wait. It's not even not Odds anymore, is it? Because you've not at got the a At the Tetley's. Oh, yeah. Dewsbury's grand. Right, that's it anyway. That's it. Hey, enjoy, enjoy your weekend of rugby. Look out for the trivia on Saturday. Look out for the Bradford fan who's not even going to the home game. Or supporting. Or supporting. Or supporting this really small club who'll get half the gate receipts. It's appalling. All right then. Absolutely that's shocking. It, right. I've been Callum. Neutrals, well, go watch them. Make sure you're subscribing, liking, checking out the... If you're listening to just the audio, check out the YouTube videos. Come join us on YouTube. We have other videos. You can listen to Callum looking like an idiot even more. If you you are watching this on YouTube now and you're not subscribed, then why not? Subscribe. It it helps us know how many... Drop us a comment. We always love good comments. Controversial opinions even better. Because we will be back with the second edition of Fan Voice next week where we (laughs) discuss some of your... 
outlandish. Crazy opinions, and we've got some good ones. Yeah. So, I'll tell you now, we've got some good ones. Keep them coming. So, thanks for watching. Goodbye. Yep, yeah, bye.